What is up, DGAFers? We are re-releasing an episode on how to pivot when life throws you challenges and changes. Yes. And this episode we actually released for the first time back in March, April-ish when COVID was here for the first time and everybody was in lockdown and everybody's routine just kind of went out the window. Like it was, it was very, very stressful. And so we felt the need at that point to host a live webinar. So that's what you're going to hear when you listen to this full podcast episode is the actual webinar that we had. And we give a lot of tips and takeaways and, and, and ways for you to really manage change in your life, especially when it's something that's out of your control. Yes, totally. So we thought this was really fitting for this time of year because it is fall, kids are back you know, kind of back in school, things are a little, I like that you say kind of back yeah, in school. Yeah, kind of back in school, you know, things are way different than what we're used to. And I feel like even though COVID, you know, came and happened, it seems like freaking forever ago, um, we're still experiencing all these new changes and all these new challenges, especially as parents with kids being home and or not home, and maybe one day the school shut down. Who freaking knows what's going on? So we thought it would be a really great episode to re-release at this time. We do give some. We actually are, had a whole PowerPoint for this live webinar that you know those who joined us live were able to visually see and walk through with us. And there was a like chart on there that we presented where it was about your mindset, and kind of what stage you were in, in terms of experiencing this challenge or change? Like, were you super fearful and like mm -hmm. holding on to things and thinking like, <laughs> like scarcity mindset, like this is never going to go away and I'm going to be living like this forever and life sucks. Or was it more so like you were blaming people and like not taking responsibility for things or were you trying to make the best of the situation? It's very, very interesting. So we'd love for you to, to let us know your takeaways on this now and if you even listened to this episode when it came out the first time, if you've been following along that long, this still will apply to you because it's always a good reminder. Life's always going to throw you new changes. Um, this episode's longer too. It's about 49 minutes um, once we actually get into the webinar. So tons of value in there. And then we do talk about our online boot camp at the end a little bit. Yes. So we thought it was like literally perfect. You know, if you're experiencing a lot of fear, if you're experiencing, if you're having just a difficult time adjusting to some big challenges and changes that are going on in your life and you feel like you're kind of losing yourself, you're not really caring for yourself as much anymore. You're not really the top priority. You're not feeling like yourself. Uh, we have a basic needs boot camp where we really help you kind of reprioritize mm -hmm. you and your needs. So if you're feeling that way, we definitely talk about it within the webinar. Um, we have it linked in our show notes too, to kind of go give it a look and see if it's something that would be a good fit for you. So definitely go check it out. Yep. And it's also linked in our Instagram bio on the fit and social page. So at show, I can't talk show, at <laughs> fit.and.social. You can check it out there. All right, let's do this. Yes. 
Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA effer. Like, don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. Well, welcome everybody. We wanted to put together, so Jenna and I, I'm Lauren, by the way, if you don't know who I am. <laughs> and then Jenna. Jenna. Nice to meet everyone. <laughs> yes, nice to meet you guys. So we wanted to put on, I guess we called this a webinar, but really what we wanted this to be was a space for all of us to get together because we are all social distancing or physical distancing, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's getting lonely. <laughs> it's getting lonely being in our houses cooped up. So we wanted to have a space for that, but not only a space to hang out and chat and have good conversations, but learn something and also kind of hopefully change our mindsets for the better so that we're able to cope with a lot of challenges and changes that have already come our way but are also still coming. So we have, and and I mean, I'm not going to get into all like the news stuff that they're talking about because some of this stuff's crazy, but um, we have to really be realistic in the sense that life's already different with this whole thing that's been happening. Um, And I feel like we're at the beginning of it at this point. So we really have to figure out like, how are we going to still thrive still be happy, still find it like excitement and joy and have all these amazing memories that we're going to make and feel awesome while dealing with such a crisis. Because you can have, you know, you're dealing with something that obviously we're all going to deal with it differently and that's okay. But how can we really like dive in into our mindsets, do a lot of work on our internal selves to make this better? Okay, and to make our lives better. Um, So we decided to name this webinar, and I'm putting my phone on airplane mode because I just have this weird feeling that like my mom or somebody's gonna call me during this. So, okay. Um, So we wanted to title this webinar, um, How to Pivot When Life Throws You Challenges and Changes, because we wanna make sure that we understand, A, what does pivoting mean in terms of like, how do we navigate a crisis in this sense? Um, but also to be realistic that we are going to experience challenges and changes. And I'm sure we all can agree that we have already. Um, so just to give you a brief little overview of who we are, if you don't know who Jenna and I are, um, personally or our professional backgrounds, we both actually did start out as school teachers. So doing presentations like this is very normal for us. Um, but we have developed our own business and actually resigned from both of our teaching jobs to help people with their mindsets also with their health and wellness, because that's truly our passion. We realized 
we were teachers at heart and we loved to educate and we loved to teach, just we weren't teaching the right things for the longest time. Um, and now we finally are in that space. So Jenna and I are the CEOs of Fit and Social, that is our business and our company that we created. Um, we are certified mindfulness and well-being strategists specializing in positive habit development and macronutrients-based food flexibility. Um, so the things that we're going to be talking about today are more so along the positive habit development, more so than the macro-based nutrition food flexibility. But if that's something you're interested in, obviously we can chat your off about that at a later time. Um, but we're going to be talking about positive habit development. So Jenna's going to take us into... Um, this really awesome graphic that she found uh, that we're gonna have you guys type in the comments kind of where you feel like you're standing at this point, but John is gonna go ahead and explain. Okay, so this is a resource that we found from the Pasco County Recovery Community Organization. And when I saw this, I knew that we had to include this in this webinar because I think, you know, even for me, if you follow me on Instagram, I even made a post yesterday where like, I was, I was really having to sit back and process all of the changes that, that are happening in my life and my family's life. Like, and I know that you are as well. There are so many things that are different. And I think, you know, it's really important to realize that there are different types of changes that occur in your life. Some changes are changes that you can control and they're like fun changes and happy changes. Like Lauren and I were just talking today, Lauren just bought a house. She's going to have a lot of change coming in the next couple of months, but that's a good kind of change. Like she's excited about it. And, and some of the things she's, she's made that, that decision to make the change. However, thinking about coronavirus, COVID-19 that, that we're all in the midst of right now, that wasn't a change that any of us had any control over. And so I think that's where it's really important to really take a step back and think about, okay, where am I right now? and where do I want to be in terms of growth? So if you look at this chart, there's three different zones. There's the fear zone, the learning zone, and the growth zone. So the fear zone, I'll just read a couple of these off just in case you're, you're just listening to the audio of this and can't see the screen. Um, that's where maybe you're finding like you're getting super irritated and annoyed and like you're really short with people. Um, and maybe you are kind of looking, looking at who to blame. Like there's, there's somebody at fault for all of this. You're hoarding toilet paper, you're hoarding food, you're buying way more crap than you ever need to be buying. Um, if you're, and, and you're sharing everything that you find about, about coronavirus and you're, you're kind of living in this fear and, you know, not to say that any way you're processing this right now is right or wrong. I don't want to say that, um, but I think it's really important to, to just kind of own where you're at and realize it so that you can process it and kind of move forward. So I will, I'll be very honest. I, I felt myself starting off in the fear zone a little bit, even last weekend, because my husband and I got sucked into the news by like 8am and we had it on the whole day. And by the end of the night, we were like, we have to stop doing this. Like we got, we got to turn this off. We got to go on a walk. We got to do something else. And so I've been there too. And, and I wanted to just be super open and honest and upfront with that because like Lauren said, yeah, we're mindfulness coaches. We're well-being strategists, but that doesn't mean that we don't also have to process these emotions. And we just wanted to be super, super clear about that with you because whatever you're feeling right now is normal and it's okay. Um, so our goal throughout this webinar is to give you some tangible tips and takeaways 
to get you out of that fear zone. So if you're feeling and comment right now, um, add that or use that chat feature and tell us where you're at if you're in that fear zone. Um, we wanna get you into the learning zone and into the growth zone eventually. So the learning zone is where you make the decision to stop consuming the things that are causing fear. So like for me last weekend, we were like, we're done with the news. I'm turning it off. We're done for today. Um, same thing with what you're eating and drinking. And we're going to talk about your habits in terms of, you know, how you're, you're choosing to spend your time, especially while you're on quarantine, if, if that's your situation, but what are you choosing to eat and drink? Is it helping you or is it causing you more harm? Are you making good use of your time? Are you looking for opportunities? Are you, you know, I, I like the part where it's almost like you take a step back and you're able to realize that everybody's doing their best all the time. And I think for me, that was something, especially like the whole growth journey I've been on, that was something I really had to learn for myself was every single person in your life right now, no matter what they're doing, everyone is doing the best they can in this moment. And I mean, even, even the people who like cannot get it together an ounce, that's their best right now. And so if you have someone in your life, or maybe, maybe you're experiencing that too, give them some grace, give yourself some grace, and then let's, let's work together to move forward and, and keep going in a positive direction. So eventually the goal is to get you into the growth zone. So that's where you're, you're really accepting that this isn't just like a spring break. It's not like a vacation off work. It's not, I get to be home for, for two weeks with my dog and my kids and watch Netflix and do absolutely nothing. Like you're, you're really realizing that these changes that are happening, like this is life, this is your life. And how are you going to choose to, to spend your day and spend your time and, and what's your attitude going to be like? And how are you going to approach that? And what can you be grateful for? What things can you appreciate? And so we're really working with you on this webinar to, to kind of open your eyes and open your mindset to all of that. Okay. I loved that chart when Jenna shared that with me um, because how I kind of took that was, and I just want to add just a tiny bit, is that it's okay if you fall back into the fear zone, okay? So I just want everybody to be aware that we don't know what's coming. Like, we have literally no idea. Like, they keep extending the quarantine. We don't, we don't know what's about to happen. So as they start telling us, this is what's happening, guys. Now this is happening. Now you can do this. Like, we're gonna have all these big changes. And it's okay if you feel yourself going back into the fear zone because I'm, I mean, I would be lying if I told you, oh, I'm in the growth zone all the time, guys, 24 seven, like, hell no, I'm not in the growth zone all the time. Most of the time I am because I have practices and tools that I can snap myself back into it. But I will say like, I can fall into that fear zone tonight. I could fall in it to, to it tonight having a panic attack on my couch, like, oh my God, I'm pregnant during this. And my husband can't come to my doctor's appointment and like start having all of these things come up. But I know how to get myself out of that fear zone. So that's what we want to teach you is it's okay. Everyone's going to fall in it. Everyone's going to go backwards and forwards and middle, and you're going to be all over the place. But it's like acknowledging and being aware of where you are, being super aware 
and then taking the necessary steps to get yourself back on track. Um, and that's what we teach our clients anyways, in terms of like health and wellness and losing weight and all of that kind of stuff is like, dude, you're going to have a cheeseburger. You're going to have all these things like cool it. It's fine. Just how do you get yourself back on track? Cause we're human beings. So keep that in mind that there's no perfectionist stuff allowed to be going on here. Um, we want to make sure you guys are realistic, but have the tools to get out. So that's going to kind of lead us to like, well, how do we actually pivot? So how do we go from a fear zone, you know, mentality to maybe into the learning and then maybe into the growth. And if I bounce back into the fear, how do I get myself back to that growth set? So a couple of things we want you to think about is number one, what do you have actual control over? Okay. So like, obviously the virus, we don't have control over. The quarantine, we don't have control over. Whatever the hell is going to happen next, we don't have control over. But there are things that we do have control over. And Jen and I like to call these basic needs, okay? So when you think of basic needs, if you like took psychology in high school, you know, they talked about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the basic needs would be like your food, water, shelter, air, all of that. We're not talking about that. Um, right now we're talking about basic needs in terms of, you know, things that you can do every single day that bring you sanity, joy, happiness, relaxation. Like what are those triggers and those things that you can do every single day that make you a much better person and your head's a lot clear. Um, so once again, I want you guys to think about some of the things that you can control. And then I want you to think about, are you actually choosing to control them? Like, are they being implemented every single day? Um, so for example, here are some examples of some basic needs that Jenna and I kind of came up with as we were doing this summer, Jenna's. Actually, I feel like they're basically both of ours. We both do these all the time. Um, so for me, I have to work, work out. Like I have to move. I have to kind of sweat and get my heart pumping because my anxiety will be literally through the roof if I'm not doing that on a daily basis. And I just want to give you an example right now. I'm doing a workout program and you don't have to do a program. I'm not saying that by any means, but, um, doing something to where you're active. Um, but it's only five days a week. Okay. So I have two rest days. That's not working for me right now. Like I am like, I cannot take two rest days because my anxiety gets too high. So I'm starting to kind of pivot like, okay, on those rest days, I'm going to make sure I'm walking. I'm going to make sure I do like a prenatal workout. That's not as, you know, hardcore, but I need to be moving my body daily. So that's a basic need for me. My days are so different. The days that I do not exercise, I find myself spiraling into a depression. I find myself in a really bad mood. I'm snapping at my husband. I'm yelling at my son. Um, and I'm like, dude, I, I can't do this. On my basic needs not being met right now, I got to get a workout in. Um, some other examples you can see are like mindfulness practices. If you follow Jen and I on social media, we're always journaling. Um, most of the time meditating, it doesn't always happen. Um, gratitudes every single day, but we're doing this what either in the AM or the PM. I personally need a warm breakfast every single morning or I'm in a bad mood. Like I can't, I'm not a granola bar breakfast person. I need to have like eggs and a waffle and some fruit. Like I need the whole 
buffet in the morning for me to feel happy. So if I don't have that, I'm not in a good mood. Um, I need a lunch break. So at noon, Jenna and I are, because right now you guys, if you're working from home and your schedule's all jacked up, please give yourself a lunch break just like you would have one at work. Like at noon, I'm not talking to none of you and I'm, I'm not working and I'm doing lunch and I'm sitting down and I'm eating it. Um, unplugging time, like social media right now, I know um, it's full of some funny stuff. It's full of some people freaking out. It's full of, you know, it's all full of all kinds of things. Um, but having some time to get away from that and just like not creeping on social media 24 seven. And then I put essential oils just because that's something that's been calming me the heck down. I put peppermint on before I got on here because I didn't want to get a headache um, from talking, but like that is my like basic need. So these would be some examples of some things that I can control and Jenna can control that's making our day a thousand times better. So if you guys are thinking of some things right now, what are some, and type them in the comments, what are some basic needs or things that you can control that either you are doing currently, or maybe you're not, but that you wish you were doing and that you need to be doing in your day to help you feel better and to help you have a clearer mind. So you can drop those in the, the comments as we are going through. Yep. Perfect. Okay. And so you might be thinking like looking at that list, like, yeah, sounds great. I'd love to be doing a workout and doing all this stuff, but how, <laughs> like, how am I actually going to implement any of that into my life? Because it's a little chaotic right now. So we're going to give you some tangible steps to actually start doing that. Um, but first we want to talk about fear mentality versus growth mentality. So we just came up with a few examples here just to kind of give, give you a little bit more clarity on this. So thinking about your, the fear mentality in terms of workouts, this would be like, let's say that your gym is closed. I mean, I think right now most gyms are closed across the U S if you're thinking, well, my gym's closed, I can't work out. There's nothing that I can do. So I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix for 12 hours while I eat Doritos and Cheetos in the other hand. Like that's the only option I have now. Um, that's more fear mentality based. And like we said earlier, it's okay. If you've been in that mentality, it is okay. But when you're getting yourself into the growth mentality, that's where you're opening yourself up and you're thinking like, okay, what could I do? Like what, how could I be active? What workouts can I do? You know, maybe if it's nice, if it's not raining, if you don't live in Ohio with us, uh, you can get outside, you can go for a walk, you can ride your bike, you can take the dog for a walk, take the kids on a walk. Um, or if it is, uh, if you're in a situation where you can't get outside, then there are tons of workouts. You can just Google and stream from YouTube, or you can sign up for some kind of on-demand something or other and get workouts in. So we just want to, you know, this is kind of the, the tough love coming out. We want you to be aware of the choices that you're making when it's something you can control because you're, you're controlling right now your actions in terms of how active you are. And I will tell you, if you, if you're struggling with your workout routine and with your nutrition, that plays an absolutely enormous role in your mindset. It really does. And that's something that took me a long time to kind of connect those two and connect the dots. But when you're, you're getting up and, and working out and you're eating, you know, fruits and vegetables, and you're really fueling your body, you feel so much more in control and it makes you happier because you 
you are controlling that. And you're excited that that's a, a positive decision that you're making in your life. So right there is one simple switch that we can work on to, to get you to that point. Um, another fear mentality is talking about using DoorDash. And I will tell you right now, we've used DoorDash in the last couple of weeks a few times, but what are you ordering when you're getting DoorDash? Are you ordering healthy options? Because right now, truly everywhere has some healthier options. Now that's not to say that we haven't splurged and gotten pizza a couple of times because we totally have, but, but you don't have to do that every single night. So I guess that's, that's the point that we really want to stress there. Um, and, you know, Lauren said in the beginning of this, our company is called Fit and Social. We're never going to tell you that you have to like cut pizza out. You don't. <laughs> that's like a main staple in our lives and it's totally fine. Um, but there's got to be some kind of balance with it where it's not controlling your mentality. So another fear mentality would be that my kids are home. So I have no time for myself, especially you guys, we are former teachers. If you are homeschooling your children right now, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> like, God bless you because it's, it's hard as hell. And I'm sorry if they're in the room and I just said hell. Um, <laughs> but seriously, it's hard. And, and not only are you adjusting, but they're adjusting. Everyone is trying to find their new normal. Your kids are mourning, missing their friends, missing their teachers, all of that. And then trying to get themselves into a routine. Like it's, it's hard and you don't have to have this Montessori school set up at your kitchen table. Like it doesn't have to be that. Um, a growth mentality in terms of that type of mindset would be wake up before your kids, you know, choose to set your alarm 20 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier, a half hour earlier, take time for you before your day starts. And Lauren, I'm going to let Lauren talk a little bit more about that because I know, I mean, she has a three-year-old and this is something that's totally present in, in her life, um, even without being on quarantine. So take it away, Lauren. Yeah, and even I'll relate it to the kid thing, but if you don't have kids either, I mean, you can flip this fear to maybe now you're working from home um, or just some other things have been happening that's been soaking up your time um, that have you know created a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, you still are able to carve out time for you. I, I, you just have to make that choice. And that's something that you can control. And we want you just to be aware that you can control that situation. And it doesn't have to be an hour or four hours of me time. It could literally be one day I had to meditate in the bathroom for three minutes because my son was not letting me like go anywhere in my house. But I was like locked myself in the bathroom, turned the lights off, pretended I wasn't in there. And then I was able to meditate for three minutes. Like, I, that was awesome. Um, but so there's time for you and you just need to be able to, to find that and carve that out. Um, I will say for me, not every day is perfect. Um, you know, today I, or yesterday on my Instagram stories, I was like, that was when I talked about me meditating in the bathroom. You know, my son decided to get up at six o'clock in the morning. And that's usually when I'm awake. Cause usually he wakes up at eight, but he decided to wake up at six and wanted to be involved in whatever mom was doing. Um, so I still stuck to my basic needs though. Yeah, it wasn't as relaxing. I will be honest. It wasn't as relaxing, but I still did my journaling. I still did my meditation. I still worked out. I had a toddler involved in all the situations, but I still made it happen because I know that if I don't do those things, I will be worse off throughout the day. I won't be as a good, good of a mom or a wife or even nice to myself. I'll start criticizing myself for 
stupid reason. Mm -hmm. um, so I will say a lot of the times, you know, when curveballs are thrown my way with having a child, um, I will just include them and I'll include my son in my practices. So he does affirmation cards with me if he's up. He will um, journal. He's not really journaling. He doesn't know how to write, but he'll, you know, scribble on a piece of paper while I'm journaling. He's doing it too. He does his meditation. He sits on this little box with his hands like this. He doesn't know what's going on, but, you know, he does it. It's not as relaxing for me, but I am also showing him, like, this is what mommy's doing. You want to do it with me? And so now he's starting to kind of get involved. So you can always make that a family thing. Um, I know it's difficult, but you definitely can. And he works out with me all the time. He always comes downstairs and does his workout, you know, whatever he's doing. Um, so you can definitely, definitely make it work and get the family um, involved. And don't, you don't have to be perfect, you guys. You don't have to be perfect. And if it's not going to go your way um, in the morning, like I have a whole list of things I would love to do in the morning, but sometimes I only get one of them done. And I usually pick my workout. That's like my number one. Like if I can't journal, I can't do gratitude. I can't do whatever for whatever reason, the workout's happening. Um, so, I mean, you can always choose your number ones and put them in order. And just in case shit hits the fan, you can uh, do your number one <laughs> so that I, you're yeah. safe. I love that idea because it really does come down to prioritizing, like write out your basic needs, make a list of them. And then what comes first? What has to be your non-negotiable? That's really your first step in figuring this out. So, yeah. right, so let's talk about how in the hell you're actually going to start implementing any of this into your life. Yeah. Okay. So super important. You prepare for a new normal with your growth mindset. Yes. So this is something that we teach. We're going to get into habit stacking here in a second, but we teach um, all of our clients that work with us one-on-one -on -one, um, how to really take the basic needs that you want in your life because a lot of the times if you really think about your basic needs you're probably not utilizing all of them you're probably like well it would be really nice if i could do this or it'd be really nice if i had time to do that um and so those really nice things those are the things you need to be doing like those are the things we need to be putting into your day so how do we do that okay so we kind of did talk about determine your basic needs i think we kind of clarified that if you have any questions about that you can type them in the comments and we'll also do a q a at the end too so you can always ask us a little bit more about that um but what we teach our clients is this method called habit stacking and we did not invent this by the way okay this is actually uh research that we have done um, and we've really learned a lot about habit stacking, creating positive habits without being overwhelmed, doing it the right way, um, not thinking that you have to eliminate all the things you're doing and then put all these new things into your life because God knows that doesn't work. People like freak out when, if you tell them that. Um, so we have learned this method called habit stacking. So we actually have a PDF that we're gonna send to you via email that we set that our clients use um, to develop habit to develop these positive habits. And the PDF kind of looks like, you can see it says, after I blank, comma, I will blank. Okay, so we gave you a PDF that has a bunch of those like blank statements so you can fill them in. So how does this work? Okay, so let's just do workouts, for example, because it's the easiest one I can think of at this time. So let's say you really want to get, you know, a 30 minute session of just activity or a workout, whatever you want to call it in your day. And you're kind of having trouble really getting that in 
all right? You're like, oh, it's 7 p.m. and I have not been active today. Gosh, dang it, another day I haven't done this. Like, how do we incorporate that? Or it could be prepping meals, or it could be meditation, or it could be journaling, anything of that nature. So what we want you to do is think about habits you already have. Now, I wanna be clear. What is a habit? A habit is something that you do not have to decide on. Like, for example, brushing your teeth is a habit. That is not something that you're like, should I brush my teeth today? I don't know. That's a really tough choice. I don't know. Should I pee after I pee today? Should I go pee in the morning? I don't know. Like, that's like habit. Should I wash my face today? Like, you know, whatever your habits are that you do every single day that like, no matter what's happening, if it's raining, snowing, a tornado's blowing through your house, like you're going to still do. Um, so those are the habits that we're talking about. So for example, after I uh, use the restroom in the morning, because that's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. After I use the restroom, I will put my workout clothes on. Okay. So what I used to do when I would have, I used to have to get up at 430 in the morning when I was a teacher, because I like wanted to work out before I went to school. So I would get up at 430. And I would want to literally do, I would literally do anything to go back to bed. I was like pissed. I just wanted to go back to bed. I was like, this sucks. But the only way I could get myself to work out was if I put my workout clothes in my bathroom on the floor. And then as I went to the restroom, I would just then get up and put my workout clothes on. And that got me rolling into, okay, now I go make workout. Now I go downstairs. The days I didn't put my workout clothes in the bathroom, I would go lay back down. Like that, I would just go lay back in bed because I'm in my pajamas and it would be ruined and I wouldn't work out. So that would be taking a current habit that I have, which is going to the restroom in the morning and stacking a habit that I want to start incorporating into my day. So another example could be, maybe you wanna start planning your morning out the night before, okay? So maybe you have, for example, we do use a journal. You don't have to use this. You could just use a blank sheet of paper. We use the morning sidekick journal. Um, and this is amazing because it actually has a section for you to plan your morning um, the night before. Like there's like a little section in here. So let's say I wanted to start doing that so that I wasn't frazzled when I woke up in the morning. So what I would do is I would say, after I brush my teeth at night, I fill out my morning sidekick journal. Okay. So what I would do though, to make my life easier is this journal goes in my bathroom now. Okay. So you want to make this stuff so convenient for you. You don't want to have this in your office and you tell yourself you're going to use it after you brush your teeth. You aren't going to do that. If this is in your office, you're not walking down there to get this. Okay. So I would just keep this like either under my sink, if you don't want it out because of clutter, I don't really care. I just put it on the sink in my bathroom or you know somewhere in there. And then that way, after I'm done brushing my teeth, I bring it to bed and I you know write out what I wanna do in the morning. So those would just be a couple examples of how you can habit stack. So we're gonna give you a PDF that has a, probably like 10 like empty slots, like after I, comma, I will, um, and really try to habit stack those in. And then the last thing says, stay consistent and accountable and take responsibility for your choices. So I do wanna say, if you are 
kind of, you know, as you're trying to habit stack, please don't try to habit stack 25 things at your first day. Like, no, do one. Let's do one <laughs> because this is the problem that we have as a society with all the technology and all the instant everything we get. We want to just do everything right now and we want it all to happen right now. We want to be perfect right now. We want to be skinny right now. We want to have everything right now. It's like, no, no, no. We have to take one thing, one teeny tiny thing, master it, get it as a routine, get it to be a habit, then add another thing. So if you got your basic needs written out right now, or you're thinking about them, pick one basic need, just one, and say, okay, this is what I wanna start stacking into my day. Then fill out the after I, comma, I will do whatever, and try it. Now, I wanna preface, it might not work the first time you try it. So if, if the habit that you chose to stack it after is not working, choose a different habit. Okay. And I actually heard this, Shalene Johnson talked about it. In one of her podcasts, she, um, I think she wanted to like do her like calendar, like plan out a week or something. So she, um, stacked it after her workout. I'm pretty sure this was the example she gave. And she's like, so I was so cool. You know, I, I had my calendar right there after my workout and I was so excited. She goes, and I never did it. And we're like, I was like, Oh my God. She's like, because I wanted to, I, it didn't fit with that habit. It just didn't fit with that workout habit. Um, it's not that it didn't work. Habit stacking didn't work. It didn't work with that habit. She goes, so I had to pick a different habit. She goes, so I picked driving to work, okay? Or driving to her studio, I think it was, to record a podcast. So what she did was she put her calendar in her car. And then what happened was when she got to her studio, she was able to do it. She goes, that worked. I actually did it when I did it with that habit. So it might not work with the first habit that you try to stack it on, but be aware that it's not working and then stack it onto something else. Does that make sense? Okay. I was going to say too, you, you can use this to kind of get rid of habits as well. So as Lauren was talking, I was thinking one of the things that I really needed to stack was putting my phone away at night and unplugging. So mm -hmm. Yeah, give me a hand up if you spend way too much time on your phone right now. <laughs> Everyone, right? So that was one of my habits. It's like, okay, after I start dinner, I will go plug my phone into the bedroom. And that becomes a habit. And then I don't have to think about it anymore. So you can kind of use it like think, just think about your life. What things do you need? What are your basic needs? And then you can work to kind of figure out where they fit best. Mm -hmm. So, and like Lauren said, just stay consistent with it. And if it doesn't work the first time, keep at it, keep trying. Yes. Okay. So last couple of things we want to go over here. We want to give you some ways to reset your nervous system. And this is a way that you can really manage stress and anxiety, especially if you, you know, like, like we said in the beginning, you may feel yourself kind of going backwards into that fear stage and, and kind of all over the map in terms of, of where you're at with growth and learning and fear. So I actually want to do this with you. So I'm hoping that if you are, are listening in a place where you can kind of put both feet on the floor, go ahead and do that. And if you have anything in your hands, go ahead and put it down and we're going to sit up straighter together. Okay. Kind of roll your shoulders back. And so this is called the one minute breath. I love this. This is something that 
we learned actually from um, one of our meditation coaches. It was unbelievable. It's, it's uncomfortable until you master it. So again, just, you know, stay consistent with it. Keep trying, but I cannot wait to see what you think of this and what you say in the comments after you do this with us. So if you're super uncomfortable right now, you can turn your video off <laughs> if you want to, it doesn't matter. Um, but this is only going to take one minute. So what we're going to do, we're going to have you breathe in for a count of 10. So 10 full seconds, you're breathing in through your nose. Once you breathe all the way in, you're going to hold that breath for 10 seconds. Then you're going to breathe out for 10 seconds. So one full breath takes us 30 seconds and we'll repeat it twice. And that will be our full minute. And you're if, you're, if you're struggling holding it for 10 seconds, it's okay. Just do it as long as you can. Because it does take some practice to be able to do it for the whole 10 seconds on each thing. So don't, don't be a perfectionist in that. If you can only do five, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally fine. And what we want you to do while you're doing this is envision as you're breathing in, you're breathing in love and you're exhaling fear. Okay. All right. You ready? All right. So we're going to breathe in through our nose for a count of 10. Ready? Go. Hold for 10. Breathe out through your mouth for 10. Breathe in for 10. Hold for 10. Out for 10. Okay, so anyone feel a little more calm after that? <laughs> okay, good. So that's something that you can incorporate anytime. I mean, literally anytime. If you're in your car and you're experiencing road rage, you can do it. If you are locked in the bathroom and your toddler's screaming at you, you can do it. If you're watching the news and you're feeling this fear and anxiety build up, turn the TV off, do the one minute breath. Um, and actually the way, the way that it's designed is to be 20 seconds in, 20 seconds hold, 20 seconds out, but I personally would still pass out <laughs> if I did that, I think. <laughs> so we're going to start with 10, um, but you can work your way up to that. So that's definitely one technique that you can use. Another great technique that, that I have found I need to do every single day is journaling for three pages. I do this every single morning and my journal, it's literally just a blank journal like this. I don't have any type of point when I journal. It's literally part of my morning routine. I wake up, I do a meditation. We use an app called Insight Timer. It's totally free and there are thousands of meditations on there. So if you're new to meditating, breathing techniques, that kind of thing, start with the Insight Timer app. Um, it's obviously something you can have it stack into your day if that's something that you're excited about. Um, but I use that and then I journal. And the point of that is 
to really just brain dump all the crap that is in your head. Because as you're, you're trying to process everything that's happening, all these changes in your life, and not just now, I mean, who knows what changes are still coming in your life? Who knows? Two years from now, you might be going through changes. Like change is something that is just absolutely inevitable. We always have it. We're always going to face it, but we have to process it. And I think, you know, especially I, I put a poll up in my Instagram stories and 75% of people who voted said that they were ignoring their feelings right now and just pushing everything aside. And you guys, we really can't do that. We want you to take time and process this. So journaling three pages, if you've never done it, three pages is like the magic number for whatever reason. It's like just enough space for you to clear out everything. And, and there are some days that I don't have that much built up. I don't have that much to say. And I'll just, you know, it's more happy that day. And I'll talk about things I'm excited about or looking forward to, or I don't know. I mean, Lauren and I have even talked and I was, she's like journaled about decorating her office, like when she doesn't have a lot to say, but there are other days where I'm like, no, oh, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> like, I just have to get it all out. But you feel so much better once you do. And it's just a way for you to get all that out, open space so that you really can move forward. Yes. And one thing I would like to add is you cannot be a perfectionist during this. That's like a common thing we keep saying uh, when you are journaling. Um, so if you do draw a blank, you're, the point is to not pick your pen up, like keep trying to write. So if I'm like running a blank, like I have nothing else to say, I'll be like, the walls are white in my office, the floor is brown. And then it like stuff starts coming, you know, as I'm doing that. So not every day am I writing this beautiful novel that has all this stuff. Like sometimes it's just like my son's crying upstairs. It's giving me anxiety. I, you know, and I'll just be like writing all of that kind of stuff down. So and don't worry about punctuation. Don't worry about like, I probably spell 95% of the words wrong that I'm writing in the morning because I'm not caring at that point. So you're not supposed to read this back either. So just know that when Jenna's saying you're brain dumping stuff in the morning, let's say you had an argument with a friend or a family member, or you're just holding a lot of negative thoughts in your head. Use your three pages in the morning to just rip that person a new one and be like, do whatever you need to do. Like, I'm so mad this, like whatever, because you're not going to reread it. You're getting it out so that you're not holding that in all day and being angry all day. I'm telling you, it helps me so much. Like if somebody makes me mad, I just know, cool, I'm going to journal about it. And it's all, I'm going to feel so much better. I'm not going to actually rip this person a new one. If I journal, if I don't, I probably actually will. So it's like very helpful to do that. Um, so definitely try it. So Jenna did talk about the insight timer med uh, meditation app. Highly, highly recommend. I've tried Headspace, which I liked. There wasn't as many free options in that one. Um, Calm I liked, but once again, there's not a lot of free options in that one as well. Insight Timer, I don't, I mean, I might pay for it later because I'm just obsessed with it and I kind of want to do some of the courses they have, but I don't really need to because there's like thousands of, of meditations you can choose from different times, like five minutes to an hour, like you can kind of pick. Um, and you can search, like I searched like pregnancy meditations and like, there's like a ton of them. So you can search any keywords. One that I listened to recently that I like keep listening to, and this is the only one I found so far that I keep listening to over and over and over again. So I wanted to share this with you guys. 
And we are going to, like I said, email this to you, this whole uh, presentation. So you are able to click on that link. Um, it's actually linked there. So you'll be able to click on it and get access to that. Um, but you can also type that title in if you download the app and it, it should pop up. Um, it's called Recentering in Times of Uncertainty. I think it's about eight minutes long. Um, so if you're new to meditation, that might feel like a long time, but just do as long as you can. She just does such an amazing job of telling you to like relax. It's okay. You are where you are. It's fine where you are. She just does a really good job of like bringing you back to like, it's all good, like chill. And, and you don't need to be striving to be this like, you know, maybe you're trying to do a bunch of stuff that you don't need to be doing at this point. You're trying to be this perfect, whatever. Like she just does a really good job of centering you. Um, so I really like that one. So definitely try that. And there's a little description on there under there if you want to read it. And then there's a podcast that I want you guys to listen to that I just loved. Okay. So if you've never heard of the mindset mentor before, oh my gosh, you need to subscribe to this podcast. So freaking good. He does a good job of not making them too long. So they're really easy to listen to, but this one, I just, I really love. So it's why you don't get what you want. And I know the title is kind of weird, but he does this amazing exercise at the beginning. I'll let you guys listen to it, but he has you like put your arms out like this. And he talks about like on one side, you have all your worries, your anxiety, your like, he talks about like the COVID-19 issues, like I'm going to get sick. <sighs> like you're like freaking out over here. And then this arm's like, you want health. You want your family to be safe. You want um, maybe to have a successful business. You want more, you know, you need to make sure you're financially stable. You want that. You want all that stuff. So over here's the worry. Over here's the stuff that you actually want. And he's like, if you're like looking at this arm, your worry arm, there, you can't see this arm at all. You can't see the, the want stuff that you have over here. So you're so focused on this side. So he walks you through how to not be so focused on that side and be more focused on that side. So it's not that you can't get what you want. It's what are you doing that's preventing you from getting what you want? And he does a really good job of, of walking you through that. So we wanted just to throw those two resources there in for you so you guys can listen and let us know what, what you think. And if any of you have listened to that episode before or done that meditation, let us know in the comments. So that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. And, and one other thing I want to add in is I want to talk about taking time to relax in fun ways. We didn't put that on this slide, but like Netflix, for example, I have watched a lot more Netflix in the last week than I have in my entire life, just because it's rained every single day. Uh, <laughs> and so it's kind of all there is to do at night, but here's, here's our point with, with the whole Netflix thing and all of that. We don't want you to feel guilty for watching shows that you're enjoying. And I think that's, that's like another whole all or nothing mentality conversation because part of the whole habit stacking conversation is pick something that you really look forward to. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's watching the tiger documentaries that they just really like whatever it is, but allow yourself time to do that and habit stack it into your day. Maybe that's one of your habits is after we finish dinner, we watch Netflix. After I do this, I will do this. And when you do that, you open space to enjoy it, to allow yourself to like be present in that moment and enjoy that unplugged time. 
And I think when you're doing that, that's different from like mindlessly watching TV for 12 hours a day. So we just wanted to throw that in there. We're not the type of coaches that are going to tell you to never, you know, cut out all things fun. <laughs> that's like literally not how we operate. Um, no. Okay. So almost time for Q and A's. We do want to mention before we hop off, if this conversation is something that has really been speaking to you, we have developed a brand new coaching program called the Basic Needs Bootcamp. It's on all of these topics where we really walk you through step-by-step step how to implement all of these things. How do you get these positive habits in your life? How do you create a routine? How do you make sure that you're habit stacking all of these things that you want into your life? Um, we talk about grocery shopping, like some of the basic things. We talk about being flexible with your food choices and really just implementing a lot of really positive lifestyle changes into your life. Yeah. So if this is something that really spoke to you, I mean, we just did the tip of the iceberg with, with all of you, with the habit stacking. There's so much that we can kind of dive deep into to really master all of your basic needs and then get you into. So if you're familiar with the um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, or if you're not, doesn't matter. Um, the bottom is the basic needs. Then you've got your psychological needs, which is usually like your relationships and your communication and, and all of that. And then the top of the pyramid is like self-actualization, self-fulfillment. So that's when you're like able to be creative. And maybe this is where you start an online business because who freaking knows what's going to happen in the future? Or this is the time where you feel really confident and you have tons of self-love and you're able to really like mentor other people in that sense. Like you're like, oh shit, like I've got some things together here. So you're not going to be able to master the psychological and the self-actualization and fulfillment if your basic needs are not met. You're not going to have room in your head to be able to do that. So if you're feeling that way, this is something that we highly recommend. Um, it says check your email for details on how to get started. Um, this course is online, so you'll be able to, to access this from your house. We have videos, we have homework assignments and PDFs that go along with it. Um, we have some amazing, um, like we have our recipe ebook in there. We have all kinds of good stuff um, within this course. Um, so we'll be sending you more information on that and to work with us. I mean, it's literally like less than $200, but uh, we'll get into all those details when you guys are um, checking through the email. So you don't have to do it. We just figured we'd want to present it to you. Um, okay, so let's open this. For, I know we definitely went over a half hour. I had a feeling after we started talking that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> if you guys have any questions or even comments, anything like that, you can unmute yourself or Jenna, I don't know. We'll just have you guys unmute individually. Yep. There's like a little microphone. Yep. And I am going to stop the recording because we want this to really be open to be a private conversation for all of us because we were so grateful that you joined us live. And we want to respect your privacy with that. So I'm stopping recording.